Hello, welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about all of the girls you've loved before from Lover. All of the girls so good. So good. <laughs> so good. And today we are discussing our first S song. Yay, new letter. Sad, beautiful, tragic from Red, Taylor's version. Sad, beautiful, tragic is the 12th track on Red, Taylor's version. Red was originally released on October 22nd, 2012. Taylor's version was released on November 12th, 2021. This song was solely written by our girl Taylor. I never realized how many twos there are in all of all of that. Oh yeah, so lots, much. Lots 22. Of twos. Two, a lot of twos. Yeah, lots of them. Yeah, Red, lots of twos. Lots of twos for Red. Sad, Beautiful, Tragic has only been played by Taylor three times wow. live. Interesting. Twice in 2013 and once, most recently, as a surprise song on her Eras tour in Arlington, Texas. That's amazing. Yeah, I didn't know wild? that. It wasn't a surprise song during rap? No. Wow. Never. Third time. So pretty amazing for those people at that concert who got to hear one of her least played songs. Yeah, that's so interesting. I definitely thought since we didn't see Red, I didn't see Red, and then how we watched it on YouTube was piecemeal. Mm -hmm. I didn't remember that Mm -hmm. this song wasn't part of it. Me neither. Yeah. And it was one of the nights that we did not guess the correct song. So Sad Beautiful Tragic was played. (laughs) We didn't guess it. No. (laughs) Devin, Mm -hmm. what do you think about Sad Beautiful Tragic? Well... I haven't listened to it too much. It's very slow, and the rhythmic guitar kind of, you know, lulls me into a sleepy state. Mm. It's very repetitive. Mm. However, I do really like that mandolin lick at the beginning, and that's throughout the whole song. The bing, 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 bing. Bing, bing, mm-hmm, bing, mm-hmm. bing, 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 ding, 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 ding. It, it's really nice and it, it's always welcome to the ear because it's the opposite timbre to the rest of the production. Mm. And as I was listening, I was like, I think that the mandolin represents the beautiful part of the title. Oh. Sad, beautiful, tragic, while the rest of the production around this this motif is really sad and somber and really low mm-hmm. and very kind of, you know, a dull red, if you will, on this album of red. Oh. That mandolin is there to represent these moments of beautiful. Mm. And, and and it's like this nice sound above everything else. I like that. So thing. that's my theory. Taylor's voice is just so sad on this track. Obviously, it's called Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. <laughs> yeah. She kind of sits in this low register for the whole time and she doesn't really use her full vocal range and there isn't a lot of difference in her melody that I kind of get bored of it. I love the line time is taking its sweet time erasing mm-hmm. you and and then there's this like great little mandolin solo right after it. If you listen carefully, I love in the bridge when we get the could you just try to listen mm-hmm. and she does this this little scoop yeah. On the word listen, and it is fantastic because, you know, you and me both love when Taylor does sort of like a speak singy kind yeah, of different intonation kind of thing. Yeah. When you just listen, it's so good. And then, you know, after this very simple and repetitive song, the last time through the chorus, she adds in these really amazing strings and background vocals that kind of just come out of nowhere and they're only in the last time mm. through. So you barely 
get them at all. And then the song just ends. Yeah. And, and you were like, what, what, wait, why weren't these awesome strings in the whole song? You know, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if she wanted it for effect of the last time through. I, I really have no idea, but like, I feel like it would have added so much because like, there's really not a lot going on. Yeah. The whole song. Right. So I, I think that that last time through the chorus is like actually really beautiful and stunning and there's a lot happening and yeah, those strings sound so good. And then there's like these, oh, oh's like over her. It's really great. And I don't know. It just seems like, seems like a waste mm. to just have it and then just be like, okay, done. <laughs> and and literally the song ends after she sings the last line. It's just yeah. like, bam. Yeah. No outro, no anything. I, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that this was probably really amazing to see live. Yeah. Um, on the Eras tour, I can imagine that she sang it and it was pretty raw and visceral mm-hmm. and especially with everything that she's going through. But listening to it on the daily, I don't think it even hits my top hundred. It's probably lower than that. So yeah. Yes. Gab, what do you think of Sad, Beautiful, Tragic? Oh man, I have mixed feelings about Sad, Beautiful, Tragic. This is a song that definitely it makes me nervous to cover a little because I know I think a lot of the fandom loves this song, or at least I know people that love this song. Mm-hmm. So I get nervous when I don't always agree. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I know, right? <laughs> I do really love the emotion throughout the song, especially on the bridge. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the production in this song is a little bit too slow slash sad mm-hmm. for me. I like the sound of the production, like the dun, 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 dun. It's like dramatic. It fits that sad vibe. I like that, you know, she's exploring all these sides of the breakup and this is like the really sad kind Mm -hmm. of really down part i like how the production captures that Mm -hmm. i just think maybe there's like too much space or too much gap too many gaps in the song Mm. where like it's not that long of a song like lyrically but there's a lot of space musically but it's very similar Mm -hmm. and that maybe if we tightened up some of those gaps it would be a little different for Mm -hmm. me i'm not sure sure i also agree with you i'm not a huge fan of when Taylor's voice mainly stays in one place throughout the song. It was like this whole song except for the bridge. Except I do love Coney Island, so (laughs) I don't know. This just felt very much like very low Mm -hmm. one spot. And then like the chorus repeating so many times at the end is just not my favorite. Mm. I know you like that, and I didn't even really hear the string, so I'm like, I guess I need to listen again. Yeah. Really hear that and capture that but yeah it just kind of like she's saying beautiful tragic beautiful it's just like a lot over and over for me yeah and like i think that does capture those emotions at that time of a breakup Mm -hmm. but maybe that's like those emotions are not at some place that i enjoy sitting if that makes sense sure oh yeah yeah i mean these kinds of songs are tough i mean like you know ronin is another side of like very very sad yeah and you don't want to listen to him very often yeah when it's like a really sad song yeah i mean i i don't know i i haven't been really sad like a lot recently and so i haven't wanted to like listen to sad songs yeah yeah it's like a different vibe i feel like if you're in uh, this place it probably is a really good this, comforting you know, song yeah. yeah it's just interesting for me especially as someone where red was like my breakup album that got mm-hmm. me through it this was not one of the ones that like spoke to me the most mm-hmm. which is interesting i don't know really why that is it just is but i do think this song has a lot of lyrical gems throughout it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think like the verses 
are pretty strong lyrically, even though, like, it's kind of like a slow delivery. Yeah. Some of my favorite lyrics in the song are, Words, how little they mean when you're a little too late. Mm -hmm. Good girls, hopeful they'll be and long they will wait. And I like, and you've got your demons and darling, they all look like me. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And then there are a couple others that I like, but they're later. One's my favorite line, and then one (laughs) of them I talk about and relate to. So you're going to have to wait Mm, to hear what those are. Gotta wait. I think that those are just lyrical gems. And, like, some of, like, lyrics that I just truly enjoy, I think are really interesting, Mm -hmm. are in this song. So it's like, I really, I like it lyrically. I just think overall, maybe it's not quite the song for me. Sure. And it's not one that I really return to super often. Devin, Mm -hmm. do you relate to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic? Not really. However, I can understand that it is a pretty relatable topic. I just haven't had something like this happen to me where I have had this kind of reaction after a a breakup Mm. or whatever. And I feel very fortunate that that is the case. And however, I do know that this is a feeling that a lot of people have. I can relate to a little bit the the line that you just said, words, how little they mean when you're a little too late. Mm-hmm. Definitely r- relatable in that, you know, if you miss your chance with something, you know, once that moment has passed, words aren't going to mean much. Mm-hmm. And so if you've already messed up or if you've already broken up or, you know, and you're having second thoughts or whatever, sometimes yeah. you can go back and be like, wait, I totally messed up. Like, I w- please have me back and then they'll be like nope no can do <laughs> or sometimes they're like okay i'll give you another chance yeah i think it depends on what's happened but before. then it becomes more sad and beautiful and tragic <laughs> when you break up the second time yeah <laughs> sad. but sometimes it, it works out the second time sometimes people need a break and sometimes people come back together and find that they yeah that's true we're just like soulmates and they just need to you know, take some time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I I don't terribly relate to this one. (laughs) Gab, do you relate to Sad, Beautiful, Tragic? I definitely relate to feeling like a relationship ending is tragic while also trying to reflect and appreciate the magic of it at the same time Mm -hmm. and then also just feeling really sad about Mm -hmm. it all. (laughs) So you're trying to see, like, the good and be like, well, if I feel this bad, there must have been something good there, but Mm -hmm. also I feel this bad and this sucks, you know? I mostly relate to the lyric, and time is taking its sweet time erasing you, Mm -hmm. which you talked about earlier. My breakups were super hard for me to work through and move on from. And I held on to a lot for a very long time, Mm -hmm. which was very painful. Yeah. And yeah, time really took its sweet time erasing some of those emotions, feelings, hurts, traumas, etc. And oftentimes really time is the only thing that heals certain things, you know, plus like processing it, therapy, not avoiding the topic, things Mm. like that. So it's very relatable song, very sad, very heartbroken. Um, Having to be at birthday parties with the person, you know, just like (laughs) exposure therapy, basically. Yeah, interesting the way that she wrote this. Like, it's a very sad song, but she's also talking about, like, it was a beautiful love Mm -hmm. affair, too. Mm -hmm. But it kind of also sounds like it wasn't, Mm. (laughs) you know? Yeah. So I relate to, like, those mixed feelings as well and trying to look back with some positivity, not just the tragedy of it. Right. It's like a tragic sandwich with (laughs) with a little bit of beauty in the middle. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Gossip. 
About writing Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, Taylor told Billboard magazine, the feeling wasn't sadness and anger or those things anymore. It was wistful loss. Mm -hmm. And so I got my guitar and I hit on the fact that I was thinking in terms of rhyming. I rhymed magic with tragic, changed a few things, and ended it with what a sad, beautiful, tragic love affair. Mm -hmm. I wanted to tell the story in terms of a cloudy recollection of what went wrong. It's kind of the murky gray looking back on something you can't change or get back. Mm. Which is interesting. Okay. Yeah. About Red, she said, I'm all over the place, so my record is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Part of this record is acknowledging all these emotions are very loud and very different from one another. At one end of the spectrum, you have Sad, Beautiful, Tragic, which is a breakup song in the form of a funeral march, mm. and you also have Never Ever Getting Back Together Again, which is a breakup song in the form of a parade. Interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and I think that my approach, I guess to what song spoke to me at the time of my heartbreak was the parade version versus the funeral. Most likely because I was in such a sad place that maybe the spiteful thing helped, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together was, like, my song. Yeah. When Taylor played this song during the Red Tour, she said... This is a song that I wrote about how just because something is over doesn't mean it wasn't incredibly beautiful. Because another lesson I've learned is that not all stories have a happy ending, and you have to learn how to deal with that. Hmm. This is a song about a story that didn't end so happily, but it was still supposed to happen. Ooh, I like that. I like that, too. I think that's actually a really nice way to look at things. Yeah. Um, Very mature way to look at things. Yeah, it is kind of an addition to the thoughts of all the girls you loved before, where, you know, maybe... The things weren't, you know, they were supposed to happen even if they weren't right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Because they lead you to the person that you're supposed to be with. Yeah. And, like, you can also still look back on it fondly. And yeah. And it was still important. Yeah. yeah. The hidden message in the liner notes of the original Red Album for Sad, Beautiful, Tragic was, While you were on a train. Oh. Given its placement on Red and the main relationship that we know Taylor was working through at that time... I personally think the song's written about Jake Gyllenhaal, but obviously that's mm-hmm. never been confirmed. Um, but apparently Gyllenhaal did film the movie Source Code during their relationship, which apparently much of it takes place on a train. Oh. So it could be a reference to that. Interesting. Maybe, maybe like him being away on shoot kind mm-hmm. of caused some issues. Oh, you know? that's that's a deep one. I don't really know if that's the train <laughs> that's being referred to, but it's interesting. And I don't know if that was someone just, you know, connecting dots that maybe weren't there, if mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm. sense. But we obviously know there are songs on this album written about him. So oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of an interesting connection. That could totally be. Connection. I like that theory. Yeah. And then also, I have to mention that Taylor's parents were divorced in 2012. So there's also mm. a chance that this song reflects Taylor's emotions regarding the divorce because we don't know what was playing out obviously leading up to that and like what she was experiencing in private that Mm -hmm. no one else knew about like i'd have to imagine that would affect her songwriting yeah for sure i don't really know how the train secret message would exactly fit in there (laughs) (laughs) or if she'd refer to her parents marriage as a love affair Mm -hmm. but it is an interesting theory just if you're thinking about these songs are not quite literal like you know like taylor's taking personal experiences but they could be pieces of things yeah where it could be potentially like some of the sad emotions 
Mm. I don't know. The part that made me think that was the thing on the tour that she said, you know, it didn't end so happily, but it was still supposed to happen. Yeah. You know, because if her parents hadn't, you know, had this marriage and this partnership, we wouldn't have Taylor Allison sure. Swift. And they're also on good terms and still work together and work with her. So, Well, there may be aspects of the song that she pulled from that. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, yeah. especially given that... It was around this time. It was kept so, so quiet. Like, mm. we didn't even know about it as fans. I bet you as people listening to this still won't know about it. It's yeah. just kept, especially because they both still work with it. They're still so amicable. Yeah. And, yeah. But I can't imagine that it didn't have some effect on her. For sure. You know, that's kind of impossible. And apparently, the sound at the beginning of the song is of a train leaving the station. Hmm. And it is kind of like a weird, like, kind of like a, not like a bell, but like kind of like a song. It's not a loud train leaving the station. No, it's not, not like really, a woo Like, maybe like an old fashion train oh more like a station no more like a (laughs) you like that sound effect yeah i like that yeah (laughs) listeners let us know what kind of train you think this is (laughs) (laughs) okay Devin, what's your favorite line in sad beautiful tragic well now i like the train line Uh, just the oh god that's my new favorite line Nah, I like the line, time is taking its sweet time erasing you. Mm. I think that that just kind of is the keystone for this song, that the whole rest of the song is around. I feel that, yeah. As she said that this was about looking back on something wistfully Mm -hmm. and, you know, just the, the somberness and the dull, I think of this, yeah, as like a dull, like kind of like rusty red. Oh, you know, oh, kind of a song. Shades, yeah. You know? Whenever we talk about red, I have to come up with a different shade of red. Mm-hmm. So, Gab, what is your favorite line in Sad Beautiful Tragic? My favorite line is obviously, kiss me, try to fix it. Could you just try to listen? listen? I love the way she says it. Like, if you just try to listen, like, mm-hmm. it's like, oh. It's so good. It's filled with emotion mm. inflection. Mm. You just feel that in the song. You feel it. And I love that she kept it for Taylor's version. Uh. Um, yeah, the bridge is my favorite part. That's my favorite part. Also, it's just like, because you're like kind of like she's singing about this thing and you're hearing the story and you're just kind of like, what well, what really went wrong? And like, yeah. could you just try to listen? Ooh. Like, oh, there's breakdown. Breakdown. Not hearing each other. There's no communication. Yeah. And I like also Kiss Me, Try to Fix It. I included that because mm-hmm. that just feels very like visual where it's like you're trying to like, you don't know what to say. So you're trying to kiss them to be like, it's fine. Everything's fine. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, I'm actually not okay. We didn't solve anything. Yep. Like you're not listening to me. You're just kissing me. Yep. So I just think it's very good and visual. Big oh. fan of the bridge. Oh, great, great bridge. Great bridge. Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. From one to ten, long handwritten notes in parentheses deep in your pocket. What do you give Sad, Beautiful, Tragic? Uh, just just before that, after listening to this bridge, it makes me think that we might have to have another bridge off. Back yeah, we haven't had a bridge off in a while. Back when we did Cruel Summer, we had a, a, a What's Your Favorite Bridge, and we did a whole bridge thing. Big bridge Lots bracket. of pictures of bridges. That was funny. You know, um, we might have to do it since we've had quite a few albums since then. Quite a few new bridges to add to the bunch. Well, I think we did that after Folklore, no? Maybe not. Yeah, we did, because the podcast started after Folklore. Yeah, but all the vault songs, all of the... Yeah, that's true. Midnights. Okay. You know? That would be fun. Could be? Yeah. So, one to ten long handwritten notes. What do I give Sad, Beautiful, (laughs) Tragic? Am I stalling? (laughs) (laughs) I think... Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to give it three long handwritten notes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's brutal, but it's okay. It's a doozy. 
Yeah. Um, I, I in in my what I think about it, I talked about a couple of highlights. Yeah, from the song. Absolutely. But though that doesn't really yeah. outweigh how I really truly feel about it. Yeah. So, three long handwritten notes for me. Cab from one to ten long handwritten notes. What do you give? Sad, beautiful, tragic. <sighs> I am going to give Sad, Beautiful, Tragic five long oh. handwritten Oh, notes. I thought you were going to go lower. Uh, you you took the easy way out. Mm, I don't know. It's hard because... So it's like a mid-range song for you? Well, no, because my my, my songs are not graded evenly. Like, they're oh. graded on a curve. So, like, my grading of Taylor's songs is we've got probably, like, you know, 60 tens. And then things kind of peter differently. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like I can differentiate my tens if they're tens. Right. You rate them totally differently than I do. Uh, Yeah. Mine are graded on a curve. Mine are graded on how much I like the song and how much I listen to them. Yeah. Well, same. But five is not a good grade for me if you have been listening. I have. I I think beautiful ghosts got more. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) Dark. But I would think that like a five would be like a mid-range song. But that's not how I feel. Okay. But it might be. It's not, like, at the bottom of my list. Okay. Because I think what saves this song is what I said, these lyrical gems. Sure, sure. Because I'm a lyrics girl, so those gems really pop out to me that makes it harder for me to rate it lower. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think that people who love this song are going to find a five particularly (laughs) good. (laughs) No, you're right. You know? You're right. So, look, guys... It's totally awesome if you don't agree with us. This is just our opinion. This is just how we feel. I think Devin and I are more sad bop kind of people, not sad sad. Yeah, not like sad, sad, sad. Yeah. Like there are some artists that are just more sad music, and I sometimes have trouble. I mean, Taylor said it herself. It's a funeral march. She did. But like, I love My Tears Ricochet. And that that is... It's a funeral-ish vibe, you know? Yeah, but it's... Oh, it's so powerful. Yeah. And I can go anywhere I want. Yeah. And maybe there's like a little more anger in it. I guess I'm like less just sad, sad. I like sad anger, sad bop, sad. I don't know. I think that's a different vibe. And then she like screlts up. You hear my stolen lullaby. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, it's a production aspect. There's a lot more going on. Sorry, Nathan Chapman. You know what I mean? Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. I think we've got some new listeners here. Hopefully. So please check us out on Instagram at Tata Z Podcast. You probably found us through Instagram. But let us know your thoughts. If you love this song, please share with us like, For sure. why. And if you were at the concert where she played it, let us know how it was. Yeah. Well, I love the video of it. Like, I still, yeah. if that was my surprise song, I still, still would be super excited. Yeah. I love a rare song. Love a rare you know? song. Like, I would even be excited to hear Beautiful Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> or Don't Want to Live Forever. I, Those are our highlights of least faves. I would be excited to hear Beautiful Ghosts because it would make for incredible content because I'd be crying laughing the whole time. Yes. Sorry if Beautiful Ghosts is your favorite Taylor song. Guys, you can go back and listen to that. Apparently I love cats, but you know, it's fine. Also, remember you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. Got what Devin talked about, a whole episode talking about bridges on our Patreon. Oh, so, yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, we, we each bridges. list our favorite bridges, so yeah. that's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. And thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best yeah. and you allow us to do what we do. Thank so, you. Thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering a new addition to Red. 
safe and sound, which she just basically added. Yes, was its own thing. It was its own thing. And now for the it's Hunger Games, been re-recorded as Taylor's version and plopped onto Red, which yeah. is interesting. So we're saying it's from Red Taylor's version now. Because Taylor said that. Because it, it, it's it's canon. Come hang with us. I'm Devin and I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.